Welcome back to another episode of the Rare Room Podcast, man. New week, new content. Y'all already know what it is. First and foremost, man, appreciate everybody who tuned in to the podcast week to week. Shouts out to y'all, man. Shouts out to the motherfucking producer, the engineer, the second half of the podcast, Jahari, man, doing everything he do to make the podcast great. Hell yeah, y'all check us out on all our social media platforms too, man. Facebook, Twitter, IG, all that, man, you know what I'm saying? At underscore the Red Room Podcast or just type in the Red Room Podcast. Y'all already know what's going on. Shit, this week we got a good episode for y'all, man. Some music. Uh, highly, highly, highly stuck on some music this week, man. I got a lot of stuff for you, bro. Uh, but, yeah, everything been going good. Just give y'all a little update. Shit been going good, man. This is the first official episode that I'm, I'm in my new studio, man. We finally, you know, got this shit going on. And shout out. To everybody who out there doing this podcast game, turning up, man. I know my whole crew, my partners, man, Jake, over at How on Infinity Podcast. He turning up, man. Getting him for all your reviews and everything. Fucking sports and nerd nerd culture, man. I'm telling you. Um, he just put out a review about um, the new Doctor Strange movie. And I'm trying to avoid it because I don't want no spoilers. I ain't seen it yet. But yeah, definitely tap in with him on that, man. And my boy Tyler over at Stash House Podcast, man. Shout out to him, too. He just got his YouTube uh, videos and shit going on YouTube. So check in with him. Tap in. Everybody moving, maneuvering, doing big things, man. We growing over this way. So, <clears throat> like I said, man, I got some music for y'all. Uh, Redville, Action Bronson, uh, some Money Man, ASAP Rocky dropped off something. And a couple little other tidbits here and there, man. So, yeah, shit, tune in. So we're going to dive straight off into it, man, with this music, bro. That man, Redville, like, I know we spoke about Redville a while back on the podcast, maybe been over a year ago, man. Um, artist that i really been fucking with, uh, really like, like the music content he put out, like the quality of the music. I didn't even know that he had, well, I knew that he dropped some, but I hadn't even, you know, thought about listening to it up at that moment because I had so much other stuff to do, so much other stuff to listen to, man. But uh, I kept seeing the reviews. Then Jahari, uh, he sent me a text message. He was like, bro, check this Redville out. I was like, oh, I got to check it out, man. But I'm glad I did. Because, uh, you know, like, he ain't never been an artist at this point. It's just other stuff that I wanted to hear at the time. And then I was going to, you know, eventually make my way to it. But the name of his uh, album is called Learn to Swim. Um, This is a... Uh, uh, two years from when he dropped his last album, man. His last album was called Niagara, uh, and it was dropped in 2020, man. And it, it didn't disappoint. So far, Redville, he's fairly new, I would say, in the music world. Uh, he dropped his first project in 2019. Yeah, I think it was 2019. may have been 2018, but I think it's 2019. Um, and he's consistently put out good music, man. Like, he's not disappointing me at all. So, I really can't, I don't got anything negative to say about this man at all. But this album right here specifically, man, um, I fucked with the intro of it. Uh, it kind of threw me off because it had like a, a new type of vibe going on. You know what I'm saying? It had like a live band feel. And then it switched up and you could tell that somebody was actually on a track making beats. So, he got a little in between of everything for real, for real. A good little mix. 
as far as uh, sound quality, engineering, and production-wise. That's why I think I like them so much, for real, because I like that when you incorporate actual instrumentation into your motherfucking beats, bro. I really fuck with that. I understand making beats, normal-ass beats on the computer or through a pad or whatever your method is, but it's something to say about somebody who incorporates some actual instruments. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, that extra level of quality that you put into your work, which I really appreciate, man. Um, but, and that's for all artists who do that. You know, not to say that Redville, you know, is just one of the odd ones off that just do it. But anyway, the first song, you know, kind of threw me off because it was on that vibe. And I know what I know what Redville normally be on. And it's always on some chill, laid back, and lightning. Uh, I don't even want to say laid back, but it's all good, man. It's different. You just got to hear it. And from that first, from the intro, I was like, man, I ain't going to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I might as well go ahead, you know, grab me a little blunt, chill, <laughs> sit back and listen to it from the intro. But then, you know, as the album progressed, I was like, shit, I'm nice going to do some shit. You know what I mean? And it's a good vibe all the way through it. Like, all the way through the album, um, it's consistently like that. It don't give you a sit down, a specific sit down and chill mood. It don't give you a specific get up, go do something. It's pretty much a... Hey, you can do whatever for real, for real album. Um, and, you know, that's why I fuck with it. I like it. The uh, the second track, man, you know, the mood changed, like I said, as you go on down the album. And that's how I knew it was going to be diverse at that point. I like the diversity. Um, he got that song, PG Baby, They Go Hard. Shoulder with Metal Mechadilla Witch. I guess that's her name. I don't know, but she's singing her ass off in that background, bro. Um, I gotta definitely gotta peep out and check out some more shit about her. And it's a song on there called Morphine. Um, parentheses, The Waves. Um, all those, bro, dope ass songs, man. Like I said, the production value, beat selection of this album is the best I've heard in a while, and it really fit him, and he consistent with it, so it, it's dope deal, man. It's really dope deal. It's like that, you know, every once in a while, you just need a break from hearing the same old shit, and then you got something else going on like this right here. Like, this real deal was the best intermediary shit that I've heard. You know, I just needed that break, and I'm glad he was here to get it to me, because this right here was it. Um, Mars was another one that I really liked too, man. Uh, he sampled that old Isaiah Rashad beat on there. I think it was from Sylvia Demo. Um, but anyway, the album is different from his other two projects, but in a good way, though. In a good way, like I said, Bro showed his diversity. Um, and he made another no skip album, like I said, man. This man ain't disappointed at all. It definitely ain't a club or a party album. But, like I said, more of a, you can go and do some shit out. Goddamn, you know, you're getting ready. Got to do some errands in the house. Got to run somewhere real quick. You're getting ready to go to a party. You're getting ready to iron your clothes and shit. Oh, you just getting ready for the day, man. It's a getting ready for the day type deal. 
that's what this album is. Um, if this was the first time you never heard of Red Veil, I know I talked about them only like maybe two other times, and that was a long time ago for all the new listeners and everything. If you wanna like, you should you should listen to it like I listen to it, man. Um, like I had to, if I had to rank his projects, I'll put them in this listening order right here. This is exactly how I heard. It was that Niagara. Um, well, no, it wasn't exactly like I heard. I lied. Um, but if y'all want to listen to it, I'm gonna give y'all the order though. Niagara, that was this year's album. Then Learn to Swim, it was in 2020. Or, you know, the new one he just put out. And then Bittersweet Cry in 2019. Um, the 2019 one, it's dope. It got a lot of uh, songs on there that I fuck with. It ain't my favorite project of the bunch. Um, seeing was why I ranked it, you know, third. But still, it's a good album. And so far, he has given me no skip projects, and I appreciate that. Um, that man to be consistent, bro. You gotta respect it. Then, Money Man, it's like everybody just dropped some music. After I just got done talking mad shit about trap artists, everybody not putting out music and shit, bro. I was like, man, here we go. Everybody drop some music, bro. It's some, it's people drop music. I, I can't even talk about this week. Or this episode will be long as fuck. But Money Man, he dropped the EP. That bitch called Whale Games. And I fuck with Money Man, bro, because he real deal be by his money and he be by their business. See, most people see Whale Games and, like, they don't think about it. Like, it just go over their head. For me, I fuck with crypto. I fuck with stocks. I fuck with markets. I fuck with all that. So when I hear Whale Games, bro, I'm like... Oh, this nigga real deal a whale and something. Like, he got a bunch of something and something, and he trying to get some shit to move him, bro. That's what we call a whale, a person who has, like, a bunch of stock and, like, one thing to where he can actually, like, push the movement or whatever the fuck he want to do. Like, he can sell all his stock and be like, fuck it, and put everybody else out and maybe fuck it, and the stock drop where he can got name, you know what I'm saying? Shift shit around. Like, he real deal got a voice in it. And so that's why I fuck with whale game, man. That shit would have went over a lot of heads. But it didn't get me. That's why I fuck with Money Man. Uh, but anyway, he dropped his EP out the blue. Um, I fuck with Money Man, but I will be the first. Uh, but, you know, I'll be the first one to say that I wasn't a big fanboy of his and nothing like that. Um, I, I did listen to him, but I just didn't listen to him, listen to him. Like, I knew he wasn't trash or no shit like that, but he just went on my daily radar. If, if you would put it like that. But every time I heard him, man, he was always consistent. He was pretty good. Uh, what I can respect is that consistency bro has. And uh, he a little bit of lifestyle rap with Trap, though. He don't switch up from that lane that he in. So, I fuck with him. I, I, I do. I really, truly do, man. Uh, this little EP. And he, he did the shit, bro. He did it. That bit came. It was one of the harder. It was one of the harder projects to come out over this past week. And it was only five songs. Um, yeah, like quick five song EP. That bitch may be 10 minutes long. So you might as well listen to it, bro. 10 minutes, like 10 minutes out your day, you're going to be listening to music anyway, bro. Just put that money man on. Let that bitch ride for them nine, 10 minutes. Because that shit real deal. That shit hit. Um, yeah, man. Solid little five songs start to sum off. What I will say is, the more I listen to that man, to Money Man, the more I keep, uh, you know, seeing what my boy Tyler from Stash House Podcast been talking about 
all these years, man, when he say money, man, and two chains need to link up and do something. A little song, hell, a little EP, because there will be a good collab, man. I ain't going to lie to you. That will be a solid ass collab, bro. I love the head. That nigga Tyler was right, bro. Shit, moving on. What else I got, bro? ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky, man. ASAP Rocky dropped a single called DMB. I think it's I think it stands for That's My Bitch. But it's called DMB. D dot M dot B. Um, let's talk about this track. Y'all know ASAP Rocky. A lot of people been like, he done fell off um, his last project one shit, which I'm in total fucking agreeance. I agree with everything y'all been saying, bro. ASAP Rocky dropped off, bro, and then he came up with, came up with testing, nigga. I was like, bro, this album so fucking trash, nigga. And then he was on some weird ass shit. Uh, he was over across seas in London and Japan and Paris, well, Paris and shit doing his whole fashion thing, which I, you know, I get, you know, diversify branch out and all that shit. But he was a completely different person, man. He was doing weird shit. And in my head, bro, I was like, you just need to bring your ass back over here to the motherfucking States, get your ass back black, put some goals in your mouth, nigga, get you a baddie, a one that's going a black woman that's going, you know what I'm saying, do what, do what it do, bro. Hold you down. Get you back to ASAP Rocky, bro. Long live ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Back to that ASAP Rocky. And shit, that's exactly what the fuck happened, nigga. That motherfucker started dating Rihanna. Rihanna got this nigga back on what he was doing with Goldie, nigga. Pussy money weed. And you, it reflects in this song, bro. This song's so hard. I've been playing this shit all got for the past. What this this right now is Saturday, bro. That bitch rocked, I think, two days ago. I've been playing that bitch for like two days straight. Like that bitch go hard. Um Yeah, hopefully he on the right track, man. Like you can definitely tell that this is the when people when you think of ASAP, the people that you know ASAP fans, they be like shit, I mean like you can put on some ASAP, but it can't be shit. New shit current, you know what I'm saying? Cause all his old shit was truth, then that nigga just dropped the fuck off the map. Man, and I've been holding on. You can ask all my partners, bro. All my partners, man. Especially Tyler. I was like, man, I hope that nigga ASAP pop up back on the map one day, bro. Just, just be back on the come up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just come out there holding it again. And he did. He did. I think he, well, he doing it. He doing it. That's what this song showed me, man. Um, the album art is lit. Um, it says a ghetto love tale. So I don't know if he getting ready for like a project or a mixtape or what. But the whole you know theme that he got going, I'm fucking with it. You know, ghetto story tale, man. It's real poetic justice if you ask me. I'm fucking with it. Um, the album art lit. Shit, man, Rihanna, bro. Anything Rihanna took, I'm gonna I'm I'm blame this one. I'm gonna accredit this song to Rihanna. Because pre Rihanna, nah, ASAP, you had some discovering to do, bro. You had to go back to, you know what I'm saying, the drawing board. Post Rihanna, you know what I'm saying, present Rihanna. This nigga got some act right, you know what I'm saying? Can't get mad at that, bro. You gotta, you gotta show. The progression and what has changed and what has changed is, shit, he got Riri, man. So, 
that's who I'm gonna credit this shit to. And it's really like the song real deal is like a tribute to Rihanna, man, to his girl. Um, when you listen to it, like shit just hit. You can tell he's still trying to wean off of some of his weird shit. Cause like the last 45 seconds of the song and the video, you know, shit kind of weird. But uh, I don't know. I'm looking past that cause the song so far. So that's what I'm gonna just keep that at. And I don't know, man, but people real deal been killing me on the internet, bro. Cause I saw some shit uh, about ASAP Rocket. They was like, hey, man. What if ASAP and Rihanna was dating back when they when he made Fashion Killer back in 2013? And I was thinking about it. I was like, shit, it probably was, man. Probably with him. Probably, probably doing all kind of things, man. Who know what these people be doing? I think she was dating Drake back then, though. I don't fucking know. But that shit was crazy, man. That shit was wild, dog. Um, but yeah, ASAP Rocky, DMB, y'all check that out. Tell me what you think. I fuck with it. I think ASAP Rocky might be on the climb back up the way he used to be. Uh, hopefully he get back with the squad, man. Goddamn, get a new cozy tapes. I, I need the ASAP mob, bro. I need the everybody. I need all them niggas to get back together and do what they do, man. Cause damn, I understand since y'all lost buddy, but shit, man, come on. That shit got to, some got to give. And you know. I had to get on here and talk about this Future album, man. So, Future dropped the album, I Never Liked You. Um, we're going to talk about that motherfucker, bro. Straight up, because uh, it's a... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I don't know how to start off talking about this album, bro. Because I don't want to just get y'all the wrong, like I'm straight up about the goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Go in on this album or not go in on this album. I'm going to give it the accurate... Description that it deserves. In my opinion, people caved into the hype of this project. And as, as I will always let y'all know, man, back in the day, I ain't even fuck with Future like that. Because I ain't really fuck with the futuristic type music wave. And at the time, you know what I'm saying, Future fell in that category, dog. Um, so, um, I'm giving y'all the un bias straightforward as to how I feel about this album and like I said I ain't fuck with the futuristic wave back then I ain't fuck with future back then and going off of that in my opinion this album it definitely did not help this album because I don't fuck with singing future at all so already future selection on this album was limited for me like um I don't know, man. Coincidentally, bro, this is exactly what this nigga gave me. He gave me Singing Future for half an album. And I was I, I started to get mad about it, man. And, like, my whole thing is Future. Why play, why play into this misogynist persona if you're going to cry on the goddamn album? You know what I'm saying? You had everybody fool thinking shit was going to be hype. Why play into that persona of a misogynist and this nigga... I'm this, I'm that. I be dogging these hoes, yada, yada, yada. You do what you do. Ain't no shame in your game, bro. I ain't hating, you know what I'm saying? I understand. But if you're going to be that nigga, bro, be that nigga. Don't come crying on the goddamn album. Just singing old sad, crybaby-ass future, bro. Like, the intro, 
I guess he tried to make that bitch. You know, y'all know how future intros is, man. They come on a future intro. You know how the club get hyped, start singing that bit word for word, just like goddamn uh meet with goddamn dreams and nightmares. You know, future he always been known for his intros and shit. This one right here, I see where it tried to be that, but it won that. But if it come on at the club, it'll still be acceptable. Niggas a real deal, you know, catch a vibe, catch a little mood too, and so. I ain't too mad at the intro. I will just say that, nigga, you could have came harder with that in that aspect. And this is not a no-skip album to me. It got his singles that, you know, they were lit. They hit. But, of course, you got the club songs. And you got you got the club songs that gonna hit. I'm that nigga. Uh, four nuts. Puffing on Zooties, that bitch hard. The first half of the album, for real, minus that weird ass song with Kanye, um, that whole song was just threw me off. That shit was weird, bro. Like the whole goddamn song. And he got his radio play songs too on the album, so he got his mix of what what he need to have on the album. Trout radio shit. But the album as a whole is what I. It, it ain't what I expected. It, it, it is what I expected from Future in 2022. I say that. This, this album is what I expected from Future in 2022. And that's not to say he fallen off. That's not to say he fell off. That's not to say he ain't moving forward. That's just to say Future put out another album. That's where I'm at. Um, honestly, in my opinion, he should have gave us a mixtape. Like, this album was just weird to me, bro. Like, as a future project, man, not even, not to mention that everybody on the album, everybody he got featured on the album, on the song, go harder than future on the damn song. You know what I'm saying? Like, the album was just fucking weird. It, it, it felt, I want to say it sounded rushed, but, you know, ain't no telling how long they were working on it, bro, but that's what it sound, that's what it sound like, and... It also got that aspect of how I feel about this Jack Harlow uh, album, too, that I'll probably get to next week. But it's just like he threw a bunch of songs together, put who's popping at the time and who can turn up on a song, and threw them on the features, bro, and then boom, he put this motherfucker out. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That, that's how I feel what he did with this album. I believe it got so overhyped in such a short amount of time that people wanted to be the first one to say that this album is top tier for future, all the future stands and fans and all that shit, man. My unbiased opinion is shit. The album ain't me it, but it ain't no exotic either, bro. I, like I ain't mad that the project it it just got a solid seven eight songs for me that I you know they'll go hard in the club for me. I fuck with them, but that's just cause I don't fuck with singing future dog. Um. That shit crazy, man. Like, I don't know. It's just it, it's just weird for me, bro. Like, I don't know. I feel like Future, you need some better friends, man. Like, out of all, if my friends, if my friends heard me, heard, I, gave, I gave them an album and let them listen to it. Before putting out that album, bro, they're going to tell me what I need to do, what I need to shift around, how this sound, how that sound, if this shit makes sense, if that shit trash, the Kanye track. Trash. If 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 my friends tell me that, bro, you know I'm gonna take it into consideration. Go and re-rock, remix, do what it do. Future, you ain't got no friends, man. I don't give a fuck. Out of all them, out of all them people that was in the studio, 
involved in this album, ain't nobody tell you, bro, like, that the album just weird, like, off, different, and I don't know, I, I just, I find it hard to believe, my nigga, <laughs> I find it hard to believe, bro, so, that's how I feel about the future album, and I know it might sound like I'm shitting on it, bro, because I'm kind, kind of am, but I got to point out the things that motherfuckers who just think future is the hardest goddamn motherfucker out ain't gonna see because they that much of a fan. So this what this what I'm here to tell y'all. That's how I feel. If you ain't heard the album, if you have heard the album, this what I'm at. Let me know what y'all think, bro, because I'm definitely here for a debate. I really truly am, man. The album ain't it, but it ain't no motherfuckers out here. And now coming down the aisle, accompanied by no motherfucking body. It's young granny, yeah, stepping to the plate like Barry with the brace on, standing at a weight. Action Bronson, man, my boy Action Bronson. He put out Coco Drilo Turbo, man. Uh, uh, I fought with Action Bronson. Y'all, y'all hear me throughout, man. I did multiple episodes every time he put some shit out, features on some shit. Um, I put out a couple of episodes ago. How uh, I like how. Um, it's always him and Alchemist whenever he's doing some shit like that, man. Alchemist highly incorporated with him. And that's how I got on Alchemist for real back in the day. Because, you know, I was a fan of Action Bronson and all these other artists and shit. And I was like, you know, move maneuvering. So y'all listen to that episode, man, to see where I'm coming from Action Bronson. Um, but it's called Coco Drillo Turbo. Definitely a fan favorite, man. Um... It's a fan favorite for me. Um, it, it's it's a solid little decent something to listen to. Um, I'm gonna call it the new installment in his series of I'm gonna what I'm gonna call this series. That he, got going. he ain't got no name for it, man. Like his last few albums, White Bronco in 2018, Lamb Over Rice in 2019, Only for Dolphins, and this album right here, like. It all fits the same same theme, you know what I'm saying? From the other albums that he got one after another. And from the sound all the way to the album art, you can just tell that, you know, they got something to do with each other. And so far, man, in the series, I'ma I'm a call it the Evolved Bronson series. You know what I'm saying? I'ma call it the Evolved Bronson series. Cause this nigga that came out here and got swollen on the motherfucker, bro. But I don't know if I had to put these albums right, you know, back to back to back in uh, some type of order of listening. Um, well, I ain't gonna put it in an order of listening, man. I'm gonna just say Only for Dolphins is my favorite one. Um, yeah, I put that as my favorite one. It got a, it got the more vintage video game sound along with that Alchemist sound and the whole. I like it. I had a whole episode about it way back when. Y'all can go and check that out, too. Um, but, yeah, Only for Dolphins, bro. That's probably my favorite one. And this project right here, I'll rank number three. Um, yeah, I'll say number three. All right, that one. Uh, White Bronco was dope, but Lambs over Rice. That's probably my number two. So, I will say that. But, yeah, man, Action Bronson, appreciate you, man. You put out a solid project. It's a good listen, but you always deliver, man. He has not put me down yet. So shit, yeah, that's where I'm at.
Thank you for tuning in to another week of the Red Room Podcast, man. As always, you are much appreciated. You can follow us on our official Instagram at underscore the Red Room Podcast on or on our official Facebook page, man. Just type in the Red Room Podcast. As always, bro, we practicing positive vibes out here. Good people, good music, good vibes, bro. Protect your mental and stay safe out here, y'all. Tune in next week. <laughs>